0: And then we'll start this nonsense.
1: No, I don't want to do it on the on the air. It's 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 too silly to be this wrong. Can't any of you morons tell me what percentage of eighty seven is fifty five? It's
2: sixty three percent.
1: That's I I tend to agree with Revers. I don't know where you keep coming up with your numbers. <laughs> Are we running now? Yeah. Yes. This is Garage Logic Podcast number forty, November 7, twenty eighteen. It was a. Uh, Six below on this day in 1991. That was still the remnants of the Halloween blizzard. Yep. And 72 degrees in 1874. Uh, this is brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores. Maybe for the last time. <laughs> and now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Revers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom. And occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense. Your Mayor, Joe Sushere. Let's say like, that, that's like the guy who goes into his secretary and says, "Look, if I gave you seven hundred thousand dollars and I need twenty percent off, what would you take off?" And she said, "Everything but my earrings." I don't pull.
2: Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are we doing the math right, part again?
1: No, I'm going with Reavers. And yeah, I, he's, and, and you proved, know what? He proved it to me. He's right. Okay. And if he's wrong,
0: he's fired. Right.
2: If there's 15 <laughs> okay. emails tomorrow telling us how dumb we are, he's gone. Well, he's gone. That or so Ma-
0: 15 is your number, huh?
2: That or Mankato State's going to call. Oh, we're we're going to need that back. Okay. So, why did you
0: ask these things? Well, what?
2: I'm just fascinated by the election
1: results, not only in Minnesota but nationally.
0: Uh.
1: The, uh, the national pundits, 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 pundits. Are, are writing about the great urban rural divide, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been ahead of that curve. We've called it the closer you get to the uh, to the country's tallest buildings, the more likely you are to be led by left-leaning politicians. And it's just terribly, terribly corroborated with the county-by-county county results in Minnesota of yesterday's election. Uh, Tim Walls is the new governor with 55% of the vote, and Jeff Johnson uh, came in second with 42% of the vote. But Johnson won 55 of 87 Minnesota counties.
0: That's, That's
1: 63, pretty big. At 63%. Wow. But I'll go to Hennepin County. Okay. Go to Hennepin County. Uh Walls, 419,654 votes. Johnson, 180,521. Let's go to Ramsey County. Ramsey. Walls, 166,445 votes. Johnson, 62,280 votes. But you go out to Redwood County, Walls, 908 votes. Johnson, Uh, Almost 2,000 votes. Johnson won 55% of the state's 87... I'm sorry, won 55 of the state's 87 counties. That's 63% of the counties. But fell fell considerably short in the vote total because the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, Duluth, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Rochester, the leftist candidate continues to win. And it's happening... It's happening all over the country. I don't think there's a great divide between rural and urban America. I think there's a great divide between garage logicians and mysterians. And I don't necessarily believe all garage logicians are rural. We know for no, a fact that they're not. They're not. The
2: The great divide in the country is uh, is not the haves and the have-nots. In fact, one of our most dedicated GL listeners who I've met works at the very top of Minneapolis's tallest building. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, there is a divide in the country.
1: There is a divide between the Americans trying to hang on to what they believe America should be like and the Mysterian crowd who are, uh, is attempting to radically change America up to and including the Constitution. And the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, you'll find that. I'm not accusing uh, Tim Walls, by the way, of attempting to change the Constitution. Uh, but in Minnesota, he comfortably uh, fits in with a uh, pretty, uh, well, a unanimous de- Democratic sweep. Right. There was a blue wave in Minnesota, but there usually is.
0: Right. That's our norm, usually.
1: But you go back to Trump's yeah. election in 2016, it was the same thing. He won the vast— mass of land in the country Mm -hmm. but he lost the tallest buildings he lost the coasts he lost the cities
0: that's frustrating and it's
1: continuing it's well it's continuing uh to the point of where i can i can't imagine it will not continue to uh to increase in that regard morrison county walls 4,123 votes johnson 9,711 votes I could play this game all day long, but I actually counted him. He won fifty-five of the eighty-seven counties. Crow Wing, Walls, ten thousand five hundred eighty-five votes. Johnson, sixteen thousand two hundred fifty-five. Nowhere close to the metro did Johnson come close. He lost Dakota County. What are, what is the seven-county metro area, John Height? Ramsey. Mm, Bennett, hennepin, yeah. Ramsey, Anoka. Oh, stop. Let's go with uh, Anoka. Uh, Johnson lost Anoka by uh, a little less than a thousand votes. Yeah,
3: that actually surprised me when I saw that this morning.
1: He lost Ramsey. Uh, what's the, Anoka, Ramsey, hennepin, hennepin. He lost he lost extraordinarily in Hennepin. Dakota. Uh, let's Dakota. go to Dakota. Dakota, Dakota, Dakota. Uh, Johnson lost Dakota. hundred and five thousand four hundred and eight votes for walls. 82,536 for Johnson. What's the other? uh, Carver. Carver. Let's go to Carver. Uh, How'd we do? Johnson beat him in Carver. See, see. 26, uh, almost 27,000 votes to 22,000 votes. Uh, Is Chisago uh, considered? No. Washington and Scott. Scott. uh, Let's go to Scott. Johnson won in Scott. Thirty-four thousand to twenty-nine thousand. That one surprises me. And what's the other one you said, Rook? Washington.
3: Washington.
1: Uh, Walls won Washington. Sixty-four thousand to fifty-four thousand.
0: Okay, can we break that down? Because this this isn't just Minnesota. This is the entire country. What are they receiving in return for this heavy blue dot you see? usually in a, a sea of red who, in every state. Who
1: is they, and what do you mean by what are they receiving?
0: Um, what, Why the Wh- continuous vote for Democrats where the tallest buildings are? Uh, because I think the closer you get to the country's
1: tallest buildings in the United States, I would have believed they are demographically trending younger. Uh, they have brought to the uh, political table— the uh, the the altar of uh, diversity they have brought to uh, with given the younger demographic they have brought their transportation concerns uh, a high dense a belief in high density living uh, uh, a more general sense of collectivism uh, a more general sense that uh, the earth must be saved through the means of uh, more public transportation and scooters on the streets and. You know, you're you're just not you're not you're not getting that a lot in say Stearns County. You're okay. just not getting that a lot. But the uh, but GLers who live in the metro are gonna they're just vastly outnumbered, vastly outnumbered. You're outnumbered in your own house. Oh hell
0: yes, <laughs> <laughs> has been for years.
1: I didn't have one single winner on my ballot. No. <laughs> Did John Choi win? Uh, uh, I'll look I for Ramsey County See, Attorney. Yeah. I voted for John Choi. I bet I bet John won. John probably. Won. I don't even know what the hell John is, if he's a Democrat or Republican,
0: but I, I like him and I think he does a good job. John Choi won 78 to 21 over go. Luke Kuiper Belleville, 132,000 to 36,000. And I will say that John Choi, I don't know whether he's a a, a Democrat light or not. He's got a pretty good... Uh, head on his shoulders as far as wisdom. Find
1: me the Ilhan Omar results over Jennifer Zielinski. It
2: was 80-20, I believe, percent-wise. Wasn't it? It Just extraordinary. Well, they declared her the winner at, what, 8 o'clock last night? Ellison won. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Tina Smith won. Mm -hmm. You knew Betty McCollum would win, and you knew uh,
2: Amy Kay would win, but I thought Housley had a chance to beat Tina Smith. I didn't not after the uh, I, not after the Michelle Obama Facebook thing well, i knew i knew karen was in trouble or karen karen Karin, sorry yeah. i knew she was in trouble
1: the ilon omar race was the easiest one to call we called her, what 2 weeks ago
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah she didn't even, they didn't even have to show up it the one was...
2: the one thing we discovered too um, in the eric paulson and dean phillips race was clearly eric did not spend enough money on television ads <laughs> Sarcasm. Hmm. That tweet was received well by the masses last night.
1: (laughs) Phillips, huh? Yeah. I don't know a lot about Dean Phillips. Uh, He's like a rich guy who wants to give politics a dabble. I like his truck.
0: Yeah, the two or three times that I've met with him, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think have been uh, at uh, sporting events. Or something like that—a festive event—and he seems to be a pretty good guy, pretty yeah. good head on his shoulders. As far as you know, you get a read from a guy whether you like him or not. And uh, I got good reads on him. I—I just—I don't think I agree with his politics, but maybe there's a little garage logic hope for uh, hope for Dean. I was talking to a guy who said he'd be
1: he'd be shocked if Phillips knew which way the sun came up in the east. <laughs> maybe he was joshing me. Yeah, he I think might he might be josh. Maybe he was Have joshing. But a lot will be made of this great urban-rural divide. Uh, But the urbans are going to continue to prevail in the sense that they will continue to elect more and more Mysterian candidates. Uh, Cortez in New York, Ilhan Omar here. uh, Well, in fact, uh, the other thing that seems to fit the template of the of the modern news gathering organization was their gleefulness in recording how many firsts were experienced this year.
0: Yes, will there ever be another first again in Minnesota, or is this? I think we used them all up. There's an only a uh, there's a finite number, and I think we used every one of them up. Oh, where is that?
2: Well, in fact, I think this was the first. Correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny. This was the first time. The state of Vegas, or Nevada uh, elected a dead, <laughs> elected a dead a, brothel uh, owner. A dead pimp.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this country is awesome. They elected a dead <laughs> pimp. Dennis Hoff. Dennis Hoff.
3: Yeah, he was elected.
1: Oh, that was, that was spectacular. was though he died
3: a month and a half ago.
1: <laughs> okay. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She uh, won, right? She's a first. She's the youngest congresswoman ever. She's a democratic socialist. Yeah. Her that uh, area must be something because her
3: opponent got 18% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Wow. 79 to
1: 18 and then somebody else got. Jared Polis, first openly gay man elected governor uh
0: <clears throat> of uh Colorado. Right? Yep, yep. Any furbies? Any uh, uh what is it? Furries? Any of those guys who win? <laughs>
1: that's believe me.
0: That's inevitable. Uh on the ballot Ilan Omar
1: and Rashida Tlaib, first Muslim women elected to Congress. All right. All right. Uh, Rashida Tlaib will become the first Palestinian American woman to be elected to Congress and one of two Muslim women elected to the House. She's replacing John Conyers, who resigned from office 11 months ago and will be serving the Detroit area. All right, good luck. Sharice Davids and Deborah Holland, first Native American women elected to Congress. All
0: right. All right. Here, here. Uh,
1: Veronica Escobar and Sylvia Garcia, Texas first Latinas elected to Congress. Mm-hmm. Christy Noam, first female governor of South Dakota. Janet Mills, first female governor of Maine. Martha Blackburn, first female senator in Tennessee. Uh, Ayanna Presley, first African American woman elected to Congress in Massachusetts. Johanna Haynes, first Black woman to represent Connecticut in Congress. Okay, a lot of firsts.
2: <laughs> I'm just seeing Roissy's. <laughs> what? What? Uh, have half- <laughs> Half an hour ago, Patrick Royce tweeted, <clears throat> "Last night gives us Dems some optimism, and just wait until we get those 100,000 people in the caravan of the polls in two years. That will be fantastic." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you
0: asked for Ilhan- you know what? He doesn't
2: mean a damn word of it <laughs>
0: either. Yeah, no, he doesn't. No, he really. He's, he's just trolling. an agitator. He's oh, <laughs> trolling. He's trolling. Yep. He got his trolling oh. motor going.
2: What uh, about Ilhan?
0: Ilhan Omar, 342,000 342, votes counted. She had 78%, which is about 266,000 votes. Jennifer Zelinsky, the Republican nominee, uh, 21, uh, 21%. But no conservative can win in that district. Uh, ever again.
1: Well, it hasn't. Ever. it hasn't since 1961. No conservative can win And by conservative, I don't mean right-wing nutcases. Right. I mean garage logicians. Right.
0: Fourth (laughs) district on the— No
1: conservative will ever unseat a Democrat in the fourth,
0: which is uh, Betty McCollum. Betty McCollum. And it was Bruce Vento prior to that forever.
1: And then you see the changing demographics in the third, uh, where Angie Craig beat Jason Lewis. What's Paulson in— uh, Phillips, what district is that? God, I don't want to go through that yeah, we're again. Not you either know gonna, or you don't. We're going
0: to wait uh, for that, to, Seven, those results. Nine, that's a know. big
2: change. And, well, Lewis, or did, or did you mention him already? Mentioned him already. Sorry.
1: Yeah. But it's almost as though by listing these firsts.
0: Uh, Here it is. District 2 is Angie yep. and Jason. Yep. A District 1 is Jim Hagedorn and Dan Fian, which the Republican one, that's Southern Minnesota. District Seven, Colin Peterson beat Dave Hughes.
1: Right, he's a, Colin's a Democrat,
0: but a you know, damn near a right. G-L-er. He's pretty middle of the road. Pete Stauber wins in District Eight with fifty percent of the vote. Yeah. District Six, Tom Emmer easily beats Eon Todd. Mm-hmm. And then District Three, that's Dean Phillips. District Five, that's Ilhan Omar. Four is Betty, and then uh, yes, Angie and Jason are at District Two. That was pretty close, but. Not close enough. I wonder what his next move is. I don't know because there's not a lot of radio gigs available.
1: Well, no, there's not. <laughs> CCO's looking well, for a midday. Okay. There, you yeah, go. there you go. What
2: are they going to do it's, with Chad? It's, it's... No, the 9 to noon slot. Hey, oh. and, and you know what else? He's, he's worked before with the producer there now. The... That's true. Our guy Dave Harrigan Dave uh, uh,
0: was just announced as the producer. Oh, you never burn any bridges in radio, no, huh, yeah. boys? <laughs> you never you never, set that thing a af- 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 fire Unless it's a couch. Yeah. Right. bridges,
2: Lewis
1: blew up the waterfront here.
0: Well, <laughs> probably why he's not asked back, maybe. <laughs> oh,
1: no, he landed on his feet. Yeah, he went no, down to not, the yeah. Carolinas <laughs> yes. and had a good career and then came back. And I'm sure he'll land on his feet. I'm not so sure you can uh, count him out of politics. Oh, I wouldn't. I think he's got the bug, don't you?
0: Uh, I do. Yeah, but they might tap him for Got to find something to do now. Maybe senator against, uh, running against Tina Smith. He'd probably be a good Republican candidate. Oregon in two years. Now, Tina
1: Smith, it. she merely won the right to finish the term. Actually, no. This was a special election, right? For... Yeah, but but it's it. She's done in two years, and then would have to re- face reelection. Two. Mm, is that right? Yeah. Yes, because yeah. they are because yeah.
0: it was Amy. Yes. It was Senator Klobuchar's. Yeah. It was her time to uh, be reelected yes. because Franken retired. There was. Two more years. That's correct. Which will also be a presidential election. Yeah. So that's about as important as can be. I know that there was a huge get out the vote movement, but it's going to be twice as big, especially if President Trump is running again, if he ever finishes his press conference oh of my saying, God. I really did a great he's job. He's still on. He's, he's still, still going?
3: on. Oh my God.
0: And he's, he's, he's said, Joe, <laughs> he is the reason that this was such, It what his, his quote was, it wasn't, he was the reason that it was um, not completely 100% great, but mostly great. Mostly great? Yeah. As close yeah. to great as it could be yeah. was because of him. And he
3: answered a question later saying that this it was almost as
1: perfect as it could be as far as he was concerned.
0: Thank you. That's mm-hmm. what
1: I was looking for. <laughs> well, at some point today, we have to dis- discuss the national implications of this divide, which is GLers versus Mysterians.
0: Uh, how are they ever going to get anything done? I, I, maybe that's what we want to discuss later.
1: Makes me want to get a good night's sleep, though, on the uh, Mike the Lindell's sleep. new invention, the MyPillow Mattress Topper. It's made of three unique layers designed to provide superior support, distribute body weight for ultimate comfort, regulate your body temperature. And listen, this is what's going to save you thousands of dollars in case you want to buy a new mattress. You can rejuvenate your mattress with a My Pillow Mattress Topper a fraction of the cost, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee, seven sizes from Twin to Cal King, and Mike has a great offer to GL Podcast listeners now through December 31st. You can save 30% on any size MyPillow mattress topper and get two MyPillow standard pillows when you enter the promotional code GL at checkout. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the mattress topper button on the homepage, and then enter the promotional code GL at checkout. It's the end of the world as we know it. For the Joe Director of social media. Yes, sir. You've got to post uh, Greg Holcomb's cartoon. Just <clears throat> I don't have it. I got it. Oh, as uh. soon as possible. It's time sensitive. Should I forward it to you? Yes, please do. I don't have it. Why wouldn't he send it to you? What
0: we're talking about, folks, is if you go to the garagelogic.com website where you listen to the podcast and download it and subscribe each and every day, you will also find in the features, click the features button, drop down to uh, Greg Holcomb's or GL Comics, and you'll see the series that Greg Holcomb, a very talented artist in Garage Logic, has produced. And nobody is off limits. Nobody, not the newsman, not Kenny, not Joe. You know what else
3: about Greg? Hmm. He likes giving you the needle because when he did the poster, when he had me playing guitar on the poster, (laughs) he had me wearing sandals. I said, Greg, I never wear sandals or flip-flops. I hate them. So the one he did for the website last week, I was wearing (laughs) 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 flip-flops.
1: I looked at him and I said,
3: what the hell? And he said, you never should have told me that. (laughs) Yeah, I know it bugs you. opposite day. (laughs) (laughs) Here is John Hyde. Thanks, Joe. Uh, Election yesterday. As you probably know, Uh, let's go over a few things. I'll give you the short version. Nationally, Democrats took control of the House. Republicans gained several seats in the Senate. Locally, the Democrats in Minnesota now hold a 68 to 48 edge in the House after gaining 15 new seats. Republicans still hold the Minnesota Senate by one. Uh, Amy Klobuchar uh, is uh, back as a senator, easily winning. Uh, Tim Walz defeated Jeff Johnson to become the new governor of Minnesota. Keith Ellison, in that hard-fought and often controversial attorney general battle, defeated Doug Wardlow. Uh, Democrats were part of that national House shift as Democrat Angie Craig defeated incumbent Republican Jason Lewis. And Democrat Dean Phillips defeated incumbent Republican Eric Paulson. Uh, Tina Smith, in the special election for the seat formerly held by Al Franken, defeated Karen Housley. Uh, Pete Stauber, Republican, captured the once solidly Democratic northeastern Minnesota congressional district that swung hard for President Trump in 2016. He beat Joe Radinovich in that one. Uh, President Trump. Held a press conference. I know uh, we're you know podcasting, but it just wrapped up. I think it was about an hour and a half. I,
0: I think actually it didn't wrap up. They just opened the trap door <laughs> and he fell down into some. <laughs> he My still pillows going. downstairs. But he yeah. loves that. He oh, loves yeah.
3: it. It was uh, boy. It was it was uh, let's call it uh, uh con- contentious. contentious.
2: Well, it, it was entertaining. But yes, to play but... devil's advocate, if he if it had been short, he would have been ripped for that. Yeah.
0: Right. Let's go conspiracy theory. Is he so complex that he's he knows full well doing a long press conference will upset people and he's no, giving him the needle? He's not that complex. You think there's a, a not burden with the complex I, mind? I yeah?
3: think from listening to the first 20 minutes where he took credit for all these victories that perhaps he just likes the stage. No. That would
0: be my guess. Yeah. What did he blame the losses on? He's an in entertainer.
3: The he blamed the losses all on. He went by each election, election by election, okay. saying, "You know, Joe Schmo, uh, he didn't want my backing, so he lost."
0: And oh. he did that for every. I didn't know that's how it went. And, and would... then
3: I uh, I campaigned for Joe Schmo in wherever he won. Ooh. You know, that's how the wow. first. that's
2: the first fifteen minutes of the press conference. Well, based on the climate of the country right now, don't you guys tend to agree with him that? the large voting turnout had a lot to do with him being the president? Oh, yeah. well, Absolutely. I think yeah, so. yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah. A, a, on, a, on the flip side. That's though, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, right, but a right. lot of
2: people did show up to vote because of him. He
0: is right about that. Yeah.
2: there was, And he
3: didn't back down from, well, anything, really. The uh, reporters, uh, there were a lot of fake news uh, comments from him pointing to certain reporters. Uh, Jim Acosta from CNN, and he basically got into a shouting match, which is not unusual these days. Uh, and it continued for about five minutes with reporters. Uh,
0: okay, but then he's setting the tone. This is what you were just talking about in the first five minutes of the podcast is that's not going to bring everybody together. And the Dems well, having a little power. We're going to talk about that. After yeah. the news. Oh, okay. He
1: actually was asked about
3: that, too, about uh, dividing. If he thought he was dividing the country, and he said, absolutely not. So. That's
2: that's
0: not in my mind.
3: I missed the last 45 minutes because we had to come to the podcast. But
2: uh, that was the first. Thanks, Joe. No, Uh, I have an email (laughs) really quick, John. I know you weren't here yesterday, but um, Mm -hmm. I was turned away initially from voting. Yeah. Um, And I got an email, Joe, from Gary, who listened to the podcast yesterday. He said, if I heard correctly that Reavers tried to register to vote with a valid Minnesota driver's license and his correct address on it and was rejected, then he should file a complaint. He would need a second form of ID, such as a utility bill, if the address on his ID was not correct. He, uh, the, Gary is a head election judge from Nicollet Your County. Your address was correct. But my address was correct, which so, I thought was puzzling.
1: Yeah. Did you ever go back with the bill?
2: I did. I, I went home and grabbed my XL bill. Well, first, I had a, a quick beer. And then I grabbed my XL bill, <laughs> yeah, and then priorities. I went down to when I I went down to go cast my vote.
0: So if it, so, if we're ever challenged again, what Gary is saying is, if it doesn't match your license, Correct. that's what. I went. To, I don't intend to be challenged. I went to Capoja Elementary yesterday. I voted in the primary, and I had a problem. They straightened it all out. I went there again last night at about six thirty. Yeah. They didn't have me listed. I had to fill. Things out again. Mm. And I've got a junior, So, I, and he was listed. Isn't that weird? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's fine. I got. I was counted. Uh, with the elections,
3: other parts of the election, of course, some school districts asked for money and received it. May I, may I comment on
1: that? Yeah. I tried in vain today to find the ballot language regarding the St. Paul referendum. Okay. And I couldn't. Uh, my theory is that it's written in such a way that many people voted the wrong way, not knowing what they were doing. Hmm. Well, uh, Saint Paul—it was almost—it was almost. Yes, we have no bananas.
3: Saint <laughs> <St>. Paul public <laughs> schools did easily win a property tax increase that'll boost annual per student funding by four hundred seventy-five dollars. The ten-year levy won the approval of sixty-six percent of voters. Saint Paul property owners will now pay one thousand one hundred eighty dollars per student each school year. The district's previous levy raised seven hundred five dollars per student. Minneapolis voters. This is criminal. This is criminal. I'm telling you. Minneapolis voters overwhelmingly approved two ballot questions that will raise $30 million bucks for that school district's operations. Uh, the first, with 78% voting yes, raises the per-pupil amount to $490 a year. The second, with 72% approval, established, uh, established a new levy to pay for existing technology, freeing up funds for other purposes. Did the property
1: taxpayers in St. Paul know that they were signing on to increase their taxes for 10 consecutive years? I bet not. I can't find the uh, ballot language. I'm looking for it right now.
2: Well,
0: we
1: don't spend enough on education. No. You have to invest in the kids. Mm -hmm. They're the future.
3: Across the border, bit of an upset. Democrat Tony uh, Evers defeated Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, a nail-biter. Of course, Walker was a one-time presidential candidate. He was running for his third term. Evers' uh, win is a victory for Democrats who couldn't find the recipe to take out Walker in three previous elections, including, you may recall, a 2012 recall attempt Evers campaigned on the promise of cutting middle-class tax uh, middle income taxes, eliminating a tax credit program for manufacturers, and possibly raising the gas tax to pay for Wisconsin roads. More details now about that horrible incident in Wisconsin that killed four people. The driver and passenger of the pickup truck apparently were fighting for control of the vehicle seconds before it veered into the ditch Saturday morning and hit a group of Girl Scouts and adults cleaning up litter along a rural highway and four people killed there. The two men were inhaling dust off a computer keyboard cleaner. They huffed to get high. As the truck veered across the center line, they each took the wheel before the crash, according to formal charges filed Tuesday. 21-year-old driver Colton True faces 11 criminal accounts that carry a combined maximum sentence of 281 years and nine months in prison. He was with his roommate and the passenger in the truck, John Stender, Jr., Charges against True include four counts of homicide by intoxicated use of a vehicle. According to the complaint, Stender told authorities he and True had been huffing while traveling north on County Road P. True, he said, looked out of it, in his words, so he grabbed the steering wheel and the truck veered across the center line. True yelled at him and steered the truck back across the center line, then into the ditch. High-level talks between the U.S. and North Korea have been postponed. The State Department announcing Wednesday, without giving a Specific reason, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo had been scheduled to meet with senior North Korean official Kim Yong-jol in New York on Thursday. Meeting was billed as preparation for a planned second summit between President Trump and North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. The State Department said Pompeo's meeting will now take place at a later date. Trump and Kim met in Singapore back in June, signing an agreement that pledged to work toward the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Experts uh, criticized it at the time for being vague on detail. Since then, no headway has been made, and both sides appear to be hardening negotiating positions. Last week, North Korea warned it could resume its state policy of strengthening its nuclear arsenal unless the U.S. lifts
1: its sanctions. Let's put it this way. I had to read the school referendum ballot question three times before I filled in the blank.
2: Is that because you weren't wearing your cheaters? No.
1: Oh. Three times. Wow. Wow.
3: The Girl Scouts of the United States of America has filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against the Boy Scouts of America for dropping the word boy from its flagship program in an effort to attract girls. In the complaint filed in Manhattan federal court, the Girl Scouts say the program does not have a right under either federal or New York law to use terms like scouts or scouting by themselves in connection with services offered to girls. Such misconduct, they say, will not only cause confusion among the public, damage the goodwill of Girl Scouts' trademark, it will also marginalize the Girl Scouts' movement by causing the public to believe that the Girl Scouts' extraordinarily successful services are not true or official. The Boy Scouts said it's reviewing the lawsuit carefully. Back in May, the Boy Scouts, the program for 11- to 17-year-olds, announced it would change its name to Scouts BSA in February The parent organization will remain the Boy Scouts of America, and the Cub Scouts, its program serving kids from kindergarten through fifth grade, will keep its title as well. The organization has already started admitting girls into the Cub Scouts, and Scouts of BSA begins accepting girls next year.
1: Okay, now listen to this. In Reavers, don't do anything that's going to cause me to put money in the scan bucket. Rookie found the ballot question. Okay. The school board of independent school district number 625 St. Paul public schools has proposed to revoke the school district's existing operating referendum revenue authorization of $704.52 per pupil and to replace that authorization with a new authorization of $1,179.52 per pupil. The proposed referendum revenue authorization would increase each year by the rate of inflation and be applicable for 10 years, beginning with taxes payable in 2019, unless otherwise revoked or reduced as provided by law. Shall the school district's existing operating referendum revenue authorization be revoked and the increase in revenue proposed by the School Board of Independent School District Number 625 St. Paul Public Schools be approved?
0: Way too complex.
1: I, obviously, I voted no. And would, then it, and then at the very bottom of that, after presumably you filled in either yes or no, it says, by voting yes on this ballot question, you are voting for a property tax increase. I wonder how many people voted yes before they saw that sentence. Is,
0: well, that's was
2: there, true. Was there a selection of, I'm not sure? No. Nope. <laughs> I have no opinion. Wow. But that doesn't a, that
1: sound unnecessarily complex? It does. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Right now, you know, currently uh, we are uh, authorizing revenue of seven hundred four fifty-two dollars uh, per pupil. Uh, we would like in the next 10 years to raise that to $1, $1,179.52 per pupil. Uh, if you vote yes, that means your property taxes are going to go up. Boom. Mm, What's right your there. vote? That's yes it. or no?
3: That's it right there. That's all and you,
1: you suspect that this was done intentionally? Of course I do. Okay. I mean, there's nothing illegal about it, but it's it's needlessly wordy. And it traps you when with language like has proposed to revoke the school district's existing operating referendum revenue authorization of $704 per pupil and to replace that authorization with a new authorization of 11 1179 per pupil. The proposed revenue – this is why I had to read it twice or three times. The proposed referendum revenue authorization would increase e- each year by the rate of inflation and be applicable for 10 years beginning with taxes payable in 2019 – Shall the school district's existing operating referendum revenue authorization be revoked and the increase in revenue proposed by the School board of Independence, district number six two five be approved? And uh, obviously uh, the the sheep voted yes. Wow. Only t- only to discover for many people, only to discover, oh, look at this line at the very bottom, <laughs> outside the outside the language of the ballot question. By voting yes on this ballot question, you are voting for a property tax increase. That didn't stop anybody. I contend that's confusing language.
0: Yes, it is.
3: The Marine Corps said Tuesday it's grounded two of its aviators as it continues to investigate a penis shaped flight pattern drawn over Southern California by one of its <laughs> aircraft yeah. last month.
0: All right. Where'd go, bro?
3: Any, dis- <laughs> any disciplinary. It's the equivalent to laughing at fart jokes on the radio. Any disciplinary or administrative action will not be taken until the completion of the probe into the looping phallic flight path by a <laughs> T-34C Turbomentor that was posted to Twitter in October by a trafficking site. The aircraft is part of the Third Marine Aircraft Wing based out of Marine Corps Air Station Miramar in San Diego, and the flight in question occurred near Palm Springs. The TC-34, uh, T-34, excuse me, C crew that are being investigated for flying. Uh, although not flying for the first time, the two Marine Corps aviators are still providing vital squadron ground support functions, according to Major Joseph Patterson, who's a spokesperson for the wing. Last year, the Navy apologized, then grounded and disciplined an aircrew for drawing uh, the same shape with an EA-18G growler jet over Washington you State. Know,
1: Sven and Oli were working at the hangar Oh, yeah. Along, yeah. At, at, along these lines. And uh, the weather uh, canceled all the flights, so they had nothing to do all night. The hangar was closed, and Sven says, Oh, Ole, I'd sure like something f- f- to drink here.
0: Yeah.
1: And Ole says, You know, uh, Sven, I hear you can drink the jet fuel. Get quite the buzz. Oh, boy. Maybe we should give it a try. So Sven and Ole, they drank a little of jet fuel, and they got an instant buzz going. And uh, Ole went home, <clears> but Sven liked it so much he stayed there. And The next morning, Ole called Sven and says, Sven, how are you feeling? And Sven says, I feel perfect. No hangover, no nothing. we got to do this more often. Mm. And Ole says, Sven, have you farted yet? I just put an Irish accent in there. You did, yeah. yeah. Sven, have you farted yet? (laughs) And and Sven said, no. And Ole says, well, don't. I'm in Iowa. (laughs) 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 See, Uh, when he ripped one, uh, it took off. He made him fly down to Iowa, I guess, Yeah. yeah.
2: Jet, fuel. Jet yeah. fuel. You know, one topic we didn't ever cover last week. I don't believe was uh, speaking of jets and flying and rookie's friend that works at the airport. Mm-hmm. We never discussed the guy that fell asleep because he was bombed and flew in the cargo oh, yeah. <laughs> cargo compartment from what was it, Kansas City to Chicago. <laughs> uh, how did he not freeze? To death? I don't know. Yeah, that'd yeah. be chilly. Well, it's got to be a quick flight, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. You know, right. like 45 mm, minutes right. or so. All right. Thank you, Johnny. You bet.
1: Flashlight? Check. Tool belt? Check. Attitude? Check. He's going in. Joe Suchere. I have been made made privy. Let's visit the failed academy. I have been made privy uh, to a a, uh, statement uh, issued to the students of St. Olaf College in Northfield regarding the election. And I'm sure this is true in most of the failed academies in the country that a similar statement might have been issued. It's from Sarah and Abby, uh, who apparently are on the Student Senate. It's called the Student Senate Statement Following Midterm Elections.
0: They don't give their last names. They just go as a... Uh, well, I'm getting to that. Abby. That's okay. that's really interesting.
1: Dear faculty and staff, we are reaching out on behalf of the Student Government Association and the Student Senate To share with you a statement that was passed unanimously at the Senate meeting this evening, meaning November 6, 2018, you can see the statement below and also in the attachment. Here's the statement. The Student Senate, on behalf of St. Olaf students, requests that faculty and staff recognize and validate the many emotions and needs students may be experiencing surrounding this election and its results we request that faculty and staff do the following. Provide a space for students to discuss and process the election, its results, and its larger societal implications, both inside of and outside of class. Provide consideration and support to students who are disproportionately and negatively impact or harmed by this election's results. The Student Senate strongly believes that faculty and staff offering space and support throughout this process will be meaningful to students. We understand that faculty and staff may also be processing and responding to the election themselves. Considering this, we are especially grateful for your support. Thank you sincerely for your time and consideration. Best, Sarah, they do provide their last names, but I don't think I'll provide them. Sarah, and in parentheses, she, her, hers, and Abby, in parentheses, she, her, hers. What the hell does that
2: mean?
0: That's, that's Those what, are they what they identify. As. It's it's okay to call her a she, a her, her, or a her hers.
2: hers, or refer to as hers. Yes.
0: How about
1: just Abby? Given that in Minnesota virtually every race was won by a Democrat, what are they uh, what are they needing to process?
0: Well, that was my next question to you. Why? What would what would be hurtful or Maybe that the, the Senate picked up one seat. What? what what hmm. To discuss and
1: process the election. They have to process it. They have What's to. The,
0: you, it, it. The room you process it in is the your bedroom when your head hits the pillow That's and you the go, process room. I won or I lost. <laughs> or
2: if you're 21, the room you do it in is at the, the watering the hole. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. That's how you process that.
2: Wow, we are raising a nation Isn't of it weenies. Something?
0: Isn't it
1: something? <laughs> Isn't it something?
2: Well, you I know you you don't do it, but I had to shut the phone off because the social medias last night were just unbearable.
0: Patrick was getting to trolling?
2: Well, that's thats what I was looking for was some comedic relief, but it was too much of,
0: wow, well, my person didn't get a lot. My God, calm down. What's going to happen when we have a real, I'm not even joking, what's going to happen when we have a real crisis? Uh, uh, something on the uh, along the lines of a World War II esque when, well, when nine eleven
1: happened, the country came together. Okay, it, it didn't yeah.
0: last very long, but remember, we were all in. But I even think prior to that time, the country was not as divided as it is now. What's going to happen when? Oh,
1: but but uh, why the, is why is the failed academy accommodating such fragility? Why are, why are they encouraging such weaknesses? What 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 possible uh, role does a f- <clears throat> chemistry teacher at Saint Olaf had to have to provide a space for some kid who was imagining she or he is uh, hers put off their food by this election? I, I don't understand it. Wh- wh- it's the failed academy.
0: Didn't the elders way back when, if something was uh, disturbing you or you maybe you lost, didn't they just say, "Hey, toughen up." You know what? I've Life's never go I've on. never
1: I've never been disturbed by a loss. Basically, because that's all I'm basically used to. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> You've been happy a couple times when you won, but
1: <clears throat> I don't I don't understand that. Now, would you agree with me that if this is true at St. Olaf, can you
0: can you imagine this is happening at every failed academy in the country? Yeah, this is probably a trend at uh, one professor went to a convention and said this is what we're doing, and then it just spread like wildfire.
1: You know, the employment's pretty good. Uh, I just read today that uh, Americans are expected to spend more than a record $1 trillion shopping over the holiday season. I read that Thanksgiving travel is expected to set records, Mm -hmm. which would be indicative, I'm suspecting, that people have a little extra jingle, jangle, jingle in their pockets I know jewelers who are very thankful for the economy. Right. Uh, car dealers are very thankful for the economy. Amazon. But now, now what's going to happen? The the unfortunate part is I, I it's going to be worth keeping our eyes on the likes of Angie Craig, Tina Smith. Are they going to go to Ilhan. Washington? Ilhan. Ilhan not her off the hook. No. Are they going to go to Washington and try to get something done that makes sense? Or are they going to go to Washington and join the resistance movement and spend taxpayer dollars, spending two years trying to uh, trying to impeach Trump or force him to produce his tax records or whatever?
0: That's what they're going to do. It's going to be the latter because that's they feel it's their their their, their trek. That's how they're being. Well, useful. That,
1: but they all they all campaigned on this preposterous idea that they were going to Washington to fight for us. I don't know who they're going to fight. But they all want to fight. Right. Okay, so now you got the gig, Tina and
0: Angie and Ilhan and uh uh now now what? Now Betty now what are you gonna do? And
1: Betty and, and Amy. Betty set and, what, what are you gonna go and do the work that you're we pay you to do or or what? We're
0: just gonna start working on the next two years. Are ads. they
1: are both parties gonna just fold their arms and say, "Harrumph, we're not dealing with each other?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Which is a crying shame, isn't it?
3: It really is. I hate to be pessimistic, but -hmm. it's hard to be optimistic. But we have no choice.
1: Usually your pessimistic instincts have been mm, generally correct. (laughs) (laughs) But holy mackerel, give me a break here.
2: Uh, Well, on that
0: note. (laughs) Yeah, on that uh, hashtag, America, the end. That's not that bad. We're going to make a comeback sun came up today didn't it, it did. well no actually it didn't no the, the snow came yeah. today yeah we'll be back huh I you thought, got some upbeat news look at that smile you got over there here we go i thought that ballot question was confusing went from 704 to what you went loving? from
1: uh, 704 to 1179 dollars. <laughs> and it's gonna continue to go up for 10 years based on the rate of inflation i moved out of the city i voted no yeah good luck brock I lost. Always lose.